0: Well, we see in in both our gospel text and in our first reading the the judgment of God coming upon the earth. And in our our responsorial psalm, our refrain was, the Lord comes to judge the earth. A very powerful metaphor for God's judgment upon uh, humankind and upon the events of human history um, is the metaphor of sowing and reaping sowing and reaping. We see this kind of image or metaphor all throughout the Bible and it's presented to us here in a very powerful manner in our first reading from the Apocalypse. There's an angel and he comes and he speaks to another angel. There's the, One of the angels has a sickle and he's going to reap the harvest uh, that's been sown. And um, all of this is symbolic of the the sin of men and its inevitable, necessary consequences. So sin has consequences, um, especially sin that's not uh, repented of, and that's what we're looking at here. Uh, and even the the so there's grain that's being harvested, and then we have a, this grape grapevine as well, wine, a, a vintage that's taking place, and an even more kind of powerful metaphor here we have is the grapes being harvested, put into a vat, and then and this is the wine press of God's fury. Uh, it's important to know that God does not have human passions like us. He doesn't get angry in the sense that we get angry. When the Bible talks about God's anger, it's speaking in a metaphorical manner. It's speaking about the consequences of sin. That's really what the Bible means when it talks about God's wrath or his fury or what have you. Uh, it's talking about the, the very serious consequences of sin. And, uh, you reap what you sow. It's very simple. Um, there are many times, uh, with human sin, mankind doesn't notice the fruits of the sin right away. Uh, they're kind of blinded. That's, in, in another sense, it's kind of another negative consequence of sin is sin blinds you to its negative consequences. Um, and so you become insensitive to the fact that it's not good for you, that it's not healthy. Uh, but just recently I was thinking um, about when it comes to sexual morality, uh, sexually transmitted diseases, for example, are very serious. It's a very serious problem. And it's interesting that you don't really hear a lot about it, Um we hear a lot now about uh, alcoholism and the problem of the heroin epidemic, uh, which are both very serious problems. Uh, and of course, for a long while there, we did hear a lot about AIDS, especially in the 80s and in the 90s. AIDS was a, was a big issue. We heard a lot about it. It was nightly news material. But uh, while the the AIDS problem has decreased, it hasn't disappeared, and there are a host of other sexually transmitted diseases that are on the rise. They're on the rise. And it's not something that's really spoken about a lot. I find that interesting. Um, But this would be just an example of the the fruit that is uh, the result of, the inevitable result of human sin, of of sexual promiscuity and sins against chastity. Um, And uh, the other issue of this whole law of sowing and reaping is sometimes the the seed that's sown takes a while for it to actually come about to fruition and so that gives us an illusion that there isn't any consequences to our sins and that's kind of what we're looking at here in the apocalypse we've got this long period where you know the the seed of sin is sown and the fruit of its negative consequences comes about but there's a gap between the two there's this kind of space where it's hidden under the earth so to speak and it's germinating and it's, it's going to come up but for the time length that it's hidden people think well la-di-da-di-da-di-da there's no negative consequences for my sins but it will come it will come inevitably it will come either in this life or in the life to come the negative consequences of sin will come so this is the law of sowing and reaping my brothers and sisters uh, it's a law that is uh, unbreakable and it's inscribed in the nature of things. Uh, we can't change it. God can't change it. God's justice uh, and the created order make it something immutable and unchanging. Uh, but this, the law of sowing and reaping, to kind of put a positive uh, you know, end on all of this, the law of sowing and reaping also uh, pertains to good as well as to evil. And that's something that should encourage us to uh, live lives of goodness and righteousness. St. Paul says, Do not be deceived, my brothers and sisters. God is not mocked for what a man sows, that also he reaps. If you sow to the flesh, from it you will reap corruption. But if you sow to the Spirit, from it you will reap eternal life. So there's a positive side to the law of sowing and reaping. And that is, if we sow to the Spirit, if we invest in spiritual things and our spiritual lives, and in uh, authentic Christian living, uh, we will have the fruits of our labors in this life uh, and especially in the life to come.